You are listening to the Delay and Pray podcast, episode number 34. Welcome to the Delay and Pray podcast, where certified Catholic and weight loss coach Beth Bubick teaches you how to permanently lose weight through spiritual fasting. Get ready to gain faith and lose weight through a joyful transformation of both body and soul. Now, your host, Beth, the Catholic Fasting Coach. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy to have you back again this week. Last week, we celebrated the 4th of July holiday all week long, and it was a blast. Lots of family and friend time at the lake, lots of food, a beautiful new grandbaby, a baptism, and a baptism party. We had boat rides and floating and fireworks and lots of rest and conversation in the sun. It was so much fun. And like most holidays, there was a lot of food available at all times, along with a planned departure from my regular daily routine of sleep and exercise as well. Well, so we all know these times of the year, these wonderful holidays, but we do get off routine. But guess what? That's perfectly okay because this is life and it is glorious. I have learned to continuously pray and delay what I can, but not to fret about staying on course 100% because it is about serving others and ensuring that there's plenty of food, plenty of drink, and fun to go around. There are times to fast and times to feast, and you get to control it all. So you also get to redeem feasting. In other words, feasting on just enough instead of an all-out overeating or overdrinking fast, because feasting is really about Jesus. This is the key that will keep you feeling great in body and soul throughout any holiday. There is a phrase that you will always hear me say as I coach, and that is, there really is no wagon. In other words, there is no falling off and getting back on the wagon of spiritual fasting because I am never totally leaving it behind and neither should you. Rather, I'm tweaking and adjusting here and there. And I expect that there's going to be certain weeks of the year that I'm going to have to be more flexible than others. These weeks include vacations, Easter octave, 4th of July, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And these are times during the year that I do a bit more sugar burning than usual, but I'm still spiritually fasting and know exactly how to get back into fat adaption in my normal routine as soon as the company leaves or regular daily life resumes. And this, my friend, Friends is called being metabolically flexible. And learning this skill will really enable you to swing in and out of periods of celebration or even particularly stressful times of your life, such as sickness, without gaining lots of weight back or losing your ability to eat, fast, and feast during the week. Let me quickly review for you what metabolically flexible is, and then I will give you the five ways that I stay in this state of health throughout the celebrational weeks. I love it so much, and you can totally do this. First of all, don't forget that we are body and soul composites. What is good for our bodies is good for our souls and vice versa. I love being thin, no doubt, but I also love striving to be a virtuous person even more. They go together. So that's why there's no proverbial wagon. This isn't a diet. It's truly living a life that is centered on God. This truly is being metabolically flexible with God. I am never on my own. 
He is the one within that is helping me every step of the way. He has a mission for me and I need my body and soul to be at peak levels to do what he has planned for me. He certainly doesn't want me to overeat or overdrink because that's not good for our bodies or our souls. I still do this every once in a while because, you know, I am human, but I think I will always be a work in progress on this side of heaven. I have come to really understand that I have to enjoy the journey, all of it, both the ups and the downs. I have learned that consuming large amounts of sugar, white flour, processed food, and alcohol on a daily basis is really not good for me. These substances create over-desire and over-hunger that can result in overeating. Sugar, flour, and alcohol can create large dopamine hits for our pleasure centers in our brain that build neural pathways that have us returning for the reward again and again to repeat the overeating. Well, this is how our brains work. The more pleasure, the more we want it. But we can learn to delay these substances to just small amounts at a time, just once or twice a week. This change over time can work wonders within our health because we are body and soul and we can think about our thinking and what we are actually doing. We know intrinsically that overeating and overdrinking bring short-term pleasure, but the long-term effect is often devastating in both body and soul. In the body, the result is high inflammation, obesity or increased weight, hormone imbalance, health problems, sleep deprivation, anxiety, and so much more. On a spiritual level or soulful level, overeating and overdrinking causes gluttony, sloth, and a whole host of vices that put space between you and God and the beautiful mission that he has for you. This work of spiritual fasting that I call delay and pray works on both body and soul in parallel fashion. In a nutshell, here's how you can stay with spiritual fasting even during the holidays. If you are part of the delay and pray group coaching experience, you already started attending daily mass and one hour of adoration at least once a week, confession once a month, and 15 minutes of prayer in the morning and at night, and then journaling through the thought model so that you can start figuring out with God what you're thinking in the first place that is causing you to overeat and overdrink. And during the holidays, you may have to adjust to what I call a minimum baseline of just one daily mass, 30 minutes of adoration if possible, and 10 minutes of prayer in the morning and maybe even at night, but maybe you have to even delay the night prayer because of how busy you might get during these particular weeks. So you may not have time to journal either, and this is all okay. We just have to fit it in when we can, but we can plan a minimum baseline that we can follow during these times. This is the time to go to a minimum baseline of what is possible instead of not doing anything. That's why I keep repeating it. You just don't want to just throw it all out. All right. You just want to do something small every day to keep on track. You can plan ahead and just have some possibilities on hand to follow. And then week after week, year after year, you just get better at it. You can develop your own baseline for these times, 10 or 15 minutes, filling out just these two parts of information. It's all up to you, but you can do it in your journaling. You can figure it out with the help of God. This really is the first step to being metabolically flexible with God because you have a body, yes, but you also have a soul integrated with your body. You cannot separate them while you're breathing and alive, so you must consider both at the same time. Also, you can't do this alone. You need God every step of the way, every minute to be successful in mission. He is the one that will get this done for you, in spite of you even. 
So by nature, we are human beings. We think we know ourselves and why we do what we do, but there is so much that God has to reveal to us. He is within us if we just take the time to find Him and ask the Holy Spirit and the Blessed Mother to guide us on this earthly journey. There's a great deal that we do not know about the deep self within and the contents of our own unconscious. Most of us do not take the time to tap into the latent power that lies unused in the depths of our unconscious that can be revealed by our Lord. This, my friends, can be done by spiritual fasting. This is no diet. This is different. It is mission. St. Augustine says it best. He says this, fasting purifies the soul, it lifts up the mind, and it brings the body into subjection to the spirit. It makes the heart contrite and humble, scatters the clouds of desire, puts out the flames of lust, and enkindles the true light of chastity. So you see why you need to keep the pray part of the delay and pray regimen into practice, even during holidays, as you delve into keeping the delay of the sugar, flour, and alcohol, they go together. And with the help of God, you do have control over what and how much food and drink you put in your mouth at all times. This is a thought. So God, by his grace, builds on the beautiful nature of your body. He helps you by the grace poured out through his holy sacraments to help you stop over drinking and overeating. But you must ask him. You can invite him in, go to the sacraments within the church and start to really get to know yourself. This is how you put your body under subjection of your soul. This is how you use your free will to do what you ought to do. Keep the prey as much as the delay, even just a little, so that God can keep working within you during any circumstance of your life. Call on the Blessed Mother too. She has buckets of grace to offer us through Almighty God, but many people, or Catholics for that matter, don't partake or ask of it on a regular basis so that when holidays come, they just forget. She's always there for you. Praying Hail Marys throughout the day really helps me tremendously. If this is the one thing you can do, then just do it. Just whispering Hail Marys one after the other to the Blessed Mother for help in the pray and the delay. St. Paul, who had a beautiful relationship with the Blessed Mother, says in a letter to the Corinthians in chapter 9, verse 27, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. The Blessed Mother surely was his role model in this scripture. Now that we have our souls engaged in the process, it's time to get our bodies disciplined as St. Paul and St. Augustine are exhorting us to do. Our bodies were designed by God to spiritually fast. Again, His grace will always build on our nature. Our bodies were designed to fast off food for periods of time. We are perfectly created by God to eat, fast, and feast on a weekly basis, even through the holidays. Again, St. Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 12, I know indeed how to live in humble circumstances. I know also how to live with abundance. In every circumstance and in all things, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, of living in abundance, and of being in need. Metabolic flexibility is just this, the healthiest way to live and serve God and others. It is about regulating the insulin levels in your body over time with the food you eat and being fat adapted most of the week. This regimen allows us to fast on Wednesdays and Fridays regularly, even lightly during holidays. So how does this work? Well, the body has two main sources of fuel that it burns for energy, glucose from carbs and proteins and ketones from fat and fat stores on your body. You can imagine that veggies and protein does not put a tremendous amount of sugar into your bloodstream to turn to glucose so that the insulin response is low. 
The lower the insulin, the lower the fat storage. Insulin is a fat storage hormone that is very important to our health. The body basically uses the glucose first for energy, then it uses glycogen stored in the liver and muscles next, and then it uses the fat on your body for fuel. If you have a limited amount of glucose in your bloodstream, then the insulin will clean up what you don't burn as energy and store the small amount left as fat for later use. But if you constantly have glucose or large amounts in your bloodstream from refined sugar, white flour, and processed food, then more insulin is needed to clean up that glucose. Therefore, more fat storage happens. And if you aren't running a marathon after consuming all this holiday food, then you start gaining weight, feeling sluggish, lethargic and have states of high inflammation. And of course, this is where you get stuck in this vice cycle of consuming more and more. When you are fat adapted, your body must go to fat stores to get energy because there is no glucose or glycogen to fuel it. So if this is routine for you, like it is for me, it means my body is used to burning fat as a source of fuel or energy most of the time and sugar burning when needed or for a short time. When I consume lots of sugar, I actually don't feel well and I stop. I can feel the rise in inflammation and the state is not comfortable for me. So I end up reaching for salad and protein and avocados instead. When you can easily toggle between the two quite easily, then you become the most healthy you've ever been and the most resilient you can be. When you're fat adapted, you can actually be hungry for a time when not planned and hungry for a time when planned, such as a spiritual fast for the good of another. This is truly the best way to live. Employing temperance and using your body at the beautiful service of another is growing closer to God. This is spiritual fasting and it is the trajectory to sainthood. So let's review how I am able to be metabolically flexible no matter what holiday season is happening in my life. My metabolism has the ability to effectively switch between using glucose or fats as a source of energy because I subsist on mostly protein, vegetables, berries, and healthy fats for my diet most of the week. And then I also exercise, I sleep pretty well, and I drink lots of water on a daily basis. But years ago, my body relied mostly on sugar and processed food as fuel. Too much of it, in fact. This was the reason why I could not spiritually fast for others on Wednesdays and Fridays when I wanted to. Burning sugar as my primary energy source was like using the wrong fuel used in the car. I was sputtering here and there. I was not operating at optimum. The sugary fuel put me on a blood sugar roller coaster that had me hungry all the time, overeating, and hangry when I couldn't get to food. This was happening with both food and alcohol. You know, I can remember that I would be starving at a restaurant and thinking, where is that waitress? I need that beer and that appetizer right now. In other words, I was always having to refuel my car with this awful life-sucking fuel of sugar, and every hunger pain just had to be satisfied now. This was gluttony at its finest. Not a great look or disposition for either my body or my soul. When using sugar as fuel burning all the time, there is a pollution stream that is left behind in the form of inflammation and health problems like weight struggles, fatigue, arthritis, headaches, indigestion, and more. And that's just the biological refuge. Mentally, I was always thinking about what a terrible person I was for overeating and overdrinking all the time. It was exhausting in so many ways. I was praying, but I wasn't inviting God into the actual weight struggle, just that he would take the struggle away. But then I developed the delay and pray method and left that sugar burning lifestyle behind with God by my side and eating for the good of mission and for others. Enter fat burning and metabolic flexibility. 
This is what fuels my body and soul. And I love it. Fat burning is a more efficient fuel source for my metabolism. The result of a fat burning metabolism is ketones, which your body and brain can use as an alternate slow burning efficient source of fuel. Our brains love ketones, and this is why we think clearer and have more energy when we are fat burning. We can actually consume less carbs too, while also increasing our energy. Metabolic flexibility actually allows us to function at optimal capacity. So during a holiday, I can actually go to a minimum baseline of eating a bit more sugar during the week and more often eating a higher carb meal or a higher fat meal. And I can still be confident that my body is taking care of itself and is able to respond in a healthy way from either fuel source. I do this weekly with the eat fast feast cycle and also on holidays. This is about training your body to process carbs and fats way more efficiently. And it's all about insulin. As I said before, high insulin levels promote fat storage, low insulin levels promote fat burning. So my body and soul have a different relationship with insulin. Now, when my insulin goes up, my body stores the blood sugar in muscle cells because I'm exercising quite a bit and lifting weights and it's stored as glycogen rather than fat. Then goes down again so that fat burning can resume. That's how I need my body to run so that I can complete my mission on this earth. And the daily effects are amazing. So let me tell you what the daily effects are. Increased energy and mental clarity. So my body can now access my own body fat for fuel and energy, and I don't need caffeine during the day. Burning fat produces ketones that fuel my brain with clean, efficient, long-lasting energy, as I said before. And then what happens is this actually produces less cravings and more virtue. The less glucose in my bloodstream means fewer sweet cravings when I do get cravings, and it's usually due to emotions rather than needed fuel. These I can reason through with the thought model. And weight loss and increased health is another daily effect. Increasing fat burning capacity will help tremendously with permanent weight loss and spiritual fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays, which are the key days to spiritual fasting. So here are the top five ways to be metabolically flexible with God during any holiday. Number one, create a minimum baseline for prayer and sacraments and plan this ahead of time. We're always learning. So just look back at what you did and see how you can do it a little better. And then number two, plan your food protocol before the holiday filled with great salads, delicious meats and fruit and vegetable trays. Try to stay on the eat fast feast cycle as much as possible eating in meals instead of grazing, but be okay with deviations that will occur because guess what? They will occur. Number three, feast on high fat items such as cheeses, sausages, and also on low sugar banana and zucchini breads for dessert. Also, you can introduce berries and whipped cream and any low glycemic alcoholic drinks as well. Number four, drink lots of water and get in daily exercise, even in the form of walks, games, and anything else that has you moving, especially away from the food and out of the kitchen. And number five, manage your mind around the stress, connect and love those around you. Remember that everyone is doing the best they can. And so are you. And then try to get a good amount of sleep every night. I hope this podcast was helpful to you. If it was, please consider subscribing so that others will hear the great message of spiritual fasting and get back to the sacraments this year. Together by delaying and praying, we will not only lose the weight permanently, but change the world for the better. Have a great week, my friends, and I will talk to you next week. May God bless you and keep you always.
If you are interested in learning more about spiritual fasting and permanent weight loss, then come join my course, Delay and Pray, a 12-week guided course for weight loss through spiritual fasting. You won't go through it alone either. I will be there to coach you every step of the way. This is a group coaching program where you are part of an amazing community of like-minded Catholics who have the same goal as you, to bring about miracles while losing that weight permanently through spiritual fasting. Your purchase includes an online course detailing what spiritual fasting is, how to do it, and all the tools you you need to get you the results you're longing for. Head over to my website right now at thecatholicfastingcoach.com and get the details on how to join. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn to always get the latest daily information to help you keep fasting, my friends. Can't wait to see you in there. May God bless you and keep you always.